When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. REMAX agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey there, buddy. Don't forget, there's plenty of Last Podcast Network merch available over on lastpodcastmerch.com. We got shirts for all of your favorite shows like Wizard of the Bruiser and Page 7 and No Dogs in Space and, of course, plenty of stuff. For last podcast on the left, go to lastpodcastmerch.com. Thank you. This is the brighter side live, you animals. Amber, kick us off, please. Hey, welcome, Eddie Larson. Thank you. Welcome to the brighter side live. The brighter side is a podcast every Friday on Spotify, exclusive, exclusive. (laughs) And we, um, we take the uh, positivity out of anything negative. So we're doing a live stream today, and if you have anything negative, no matter how big, how small, any gripes or grumbles, your noodles ain't buttered enough, you got your legs cut off. Come and talk to us about it, and we're gonna find the brighter side of it. Absolutely, we are here for you, no matter what shitty doo-doo, caca, boo-boo, noo-noo that you're going through. We'll tell you the secret silver lining. And sometimes, you know, there really isn't a secret silver lining, and we'll talk, and we'll just do our best. But, you know, the rest of the time, we got you, baby. And I miss you so much. Eddie, baby, I miss you. Mr. Shanks, S-Sage 4, I miss you, too, even though I'm not 100% sure who you are. Are. He's a delightful human being. Well, uh, we are tonight. We are going to be your therapist that you can drink with. Mm-hmm. So let's see. Oh, thanks for my shirts, sweet baby corn. I got this in. Um, I took a soul journey to the Grand Canyon by myself, and everybody was like, "Don't go. You're going to get kidnapped." And I was like, "Whatever," because <coughs> I always thought it was like Grand Canyon. You just like blop, and there it is. But mm-hmm. it's like a long drive through these woods that no one's in. I was like, "This yeah. is where they get kidnapped." It's like big and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of haunted forest you must drive through. So while we're waiting for these these gripes and grumbles to come in, do you have any yourself? Uh, How's your week been? How has my week been? Well, today I had four cups of coffee for breakfast and Mm. I decided to go on a nice little walk, which wasn't as pleasant as I thought. 
What happened? Insurrection? Immediately PP. Oh, yeah. Immediately. <laughs> and everywhere you go, I'm like, can I please, I will buy something to use your bathroom. And there's like, no, get out of here. Like, I might as well have walked in with, like, scissors for hands and been like, I cut you off. <laughs> like, nobody <laughs> wanted me to use the bathroom. Be well, nice. you know, it makes sense. Be nice, though. Be nice. Be nice. Yeah. You got to buy something. Yes. All right. Ronnie Dykes, 95. Yay. What's the brighter side of having to care for a loved one with dementia? I mean, I'm, you know, you can tell them old stories. Yeah. You know, you can. <laughs> and also, if they're going to forget, you might as well tell them one day, like, hey, you have $10 million. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're a basketball legend. And like, I'm a basketball legend. Like, they won't know. Yeah. So. Have some fun with it. Make them, fun, make them happy. You yeah. know, it's, you got you to gotta do that to them. Uh, you know, you're, you never need to write new material. Uh, you know what hits. If they laugh at it one day, they're going to laugh at it tomorrow. Just keep doing it. You know, so just keep that, you know, no reason to keep uh, changing it up. So uh, that's going on. And, you know, caring for a loved one with dementia, you also have the benefit of knowing that you're a decent human being because you could just do nothing and let them die. Yeah. And so uh, you're a decent person. And so there is the other brighter side to that. You know that now. And you can sleep at night for the rest of your life. Absolutely. What's the brighter? They caught me running around the Capitol zip ties in hand. What's the brighter side? Oh, man, you're still <laughs> able to use the computer. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yes. We had a bunch of, uh, uh, what is it called? Insurrectal dysfunction in America Ooh. this week. And it was fun. Uh, you know, what are you going to do? But I, I was actually, it was interesting to watch. If you want to talk about it for two seconds. Sure. I was terrified the whole time. Very terrified. I was, I was not as terrified as I am now I was like I went through like every stage of grief first it was like just laughing at them yeah and then it was just like really worried about the people getting like you know killed and then after that it was just depression and then after that scared what other countries are thinking and then now it's just like um, it's sad but at the same time we know who they are. They're all caught. And if they try it again, it's not like we don't have cameras at the Capitol buildings. No. And, uh, you know, I, you I will say they're pretty bad at being terrorists. They are pretty bad. But, you know, a lot of people have gone to the Capitol before. I think somebody even B-O-M-B-E-D the Capitol many years ago, like in the 70s. Oh, but, yeah. Like, forget about it now. Forget about it. Like, there is going to No one be... has taken the Capitol before. That no. didn't happen in the Civil War. No, yeah. And it was interesting to see only like sorry if I keep cutting no, you of off. Course. Okay. Yeah. No, the um so it's interesting to see like like only like 62 people get arrested but like when the disabled people went and, and sat in the Capitol 182 of them were arrested they and dragged pulled them out. out of their chairs. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like, you know, it's interesting to watch. Tell your grandmother that <laughs> she'd storm the Capitol. <laughs> the person with dementia. Oh, Sir Pickle, uh, I love the dinosaur app on Brighter Side. It was a great one. A lot of really good information in there. If you like <laughs> dinosaurs at all, if you're into like really just like detailed like really like we dove deep. We get into dinosaur facts. Yeah, we dug deep. No pun intended. <laughs> and we talk about some dinosaur facts. So go check out that dinosaur fact. Eddie, what you drinking? I'm drinking a Budweiser because I drink Budweiser because I like it and it's easy and it's cheap. I'm looking good. Thank you very much. Yeah. I'm sure you do too, Cyberfunk424. Um, we got the, we talked to the Capitol Zip Ties guy, you know, what are you going to do? John Esco, you know, it, it's, it's, what are you going to do? Eddie can relate. What's the brighter side to cheering for a shitty, uh, shitty football team? Bear down. I mean, you're much, you're that much happier when they win. 
all these other fucking assholes out there with their good team scoring touchdowns, you know, kicking extra points, you know, just say, you know, you, you, you lose and then you really love to win. You know, that's how that's how you do it. That's how the dots the dolphin way. Yeah. Um, oh, thanks for calling me a smoke show. Bitch shoulder says. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Brighter said I'm turning 30 in quarantine. I want to party hardy, but I don't want to kill people with my selfishness. Well, you know what? Um, party hardy uh, in your apartment. And yeah. it's a good it's a good chance to get alone. And when you get drunk alone, then you don't have to apologize to anybody. Mm -hmm. I would recommend taking your phone and putting it in the other room because a thing with me is I'll get drunk and I'll tweet things like "Big Bird's got a big old dick," huh? You know? <laughs> so just put that phone in the other room and yes. then party hardy. <laughs> Holdenators ho! We are currently getting raided by the Holdenators ho stream. What's up there playing Among Us? Thank you so much for hanging out with us guys um i will all right i will go first with my gripe um i got a big one. Oh yeah we were talking about it a little bit earlier my dad is doing awful um covid is winning uh and it is uh it's not i'm not sure if he's gonna make it past the next couple weeks it's very intense uh i might have to go to reno there's no brighter side of that no offense to anyone in reno uh, uh, what do you got for me, Amber? Cheer me up. Uh, the brighter side of your fault. Well, you can think about all the memories you've had of him, and then when you go. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess the brighter side of that is now you can think of positive things. Yeah. You know, if they pass away, now you can like force your brain to think of all the positive things and choose. I mean, my dad passed away, and Lord knows he does. He's done a lot of bad things, but mm -hmm. I choose to remember the good things he's done and let that impact me instead. Absolutely, because me and my dad, obviously. If you listen to the show, it's no stranger that we have a really shitty relationship. Uh, but we have made up and he is forgiven. So all that, you know, as far as right now goes, never happened. Mm -hmm. You know, because that's all water under the bridge. And if you're going to forgive somebody for something, you don't bring it back now. And so, you know, that's that's that. But um, it's tough. It's um, it's very upsetting to watch people complain about wear, having to wear masks and face shields. When your father's dying and you're on the phone for eight hours a day yeah. talking to doctors and family members. So uh, please uh, wear a mask or at least don't be a dick about not wearing one because, you know, some people are really going through some shit. So. Yeah, it's highly contagious. Also, when you go around Reno, even though I just said it's highly contagious, walk around with a mask and a face shield and like film things. Mm -hmm. Use it as like a because I went around um, Hollywood recently. Yeah. And I filmed like what does Walk of Fame look like during a pandemic, and then just kind of film it and put the phone away because you don't want to be a mark with your phone out, you know. Yeah. But it's really a s historical document. That's really interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. I like that. It's no, never going to be like this. I might do it, but, you know, at the same time, I'll probably just hide and, uh, because and we're, we're looking, he's probably going to go to hospice, which is a disaster. And, you know, so I'll probably just be like, go in there, hanging out till they, till I got to leave and then sleeping until I got to go do it again. So, uh, you guys, uh, keep me in your thoughts. Uh, I got some crazy shit going on. Yeah. And uh, thoughts and prayers really do work, I think. And I know that sounds very mystical, stupid LA of me, but yeah. if a lot of people think on one thing at once, maybe, I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah, no, it's very nice. Also, you can just text me and tell me you love me or tweet at me. And that always helps and cheers me up. Um, Holdenators, ho, love you, buddy. Here for you. Thank you, Holden. You've been way too much already by rating your stream for us. Yes. You know, and that's, you know, that that alone shall save my father's life. 
Um, XXX Chad, XXXX, brighter side of both siblings getting their wisdom teeth removed at the same time with varying degrees of success. Well, you know, it's good that you always have one over on your sibling. Uh, also, I said this before, but the wisdom teeth, I love seeing the fat chipmunk faces yeah. when pe that people get when their wisdom teeth get taken out and they get really dopey. You might be able to steal some drugs, but if you're addicted to drugs, don't steal any drugs. Just um, no. I got my wisdom <laughs> teeth, uh, they're still in, but I got other teeth removed. Interesting. And uh, that was apparently a thing people used to do in the 90s. So that's, that's so how you bizarre. can like date me, I guess. That's insane. Yeah, I still have my wisdom teeth, but like these teeth were removed. When was the last time you got that checked out? I don't know. I've been to a dentist. I got my teeth cleaned like two years ago. Okay. Well, get an x-ray on that. You definitely want to check that out. I mean, they were all like, why do you have your wisdom teeth? I was like, I don't fucking know. Do you know that humans are evolving and some not all have um, wisdom teeth anymore. And I, I am one of them. What? I have no wisdom. They did not grow into my head. Whoa. Wisdom teeth. I don't got them. Why but I also, I don't know. Is it just to uh, piss you off? I guess, you know, thousands of years, somebody needed them to chew up some lettuce or some shit. But, um, <laughs> I, you know, I didn't have these two teeth either. This is like a secret thing. Everyone's like, Ed, you have such nice teeth. These are all fake. And uh, these two never came in my head either. What? So these two teeth used to be out here, and then I got braces, and they, they closed it all up. And so it's good. Man, yeah. Having a kid is expensive. Uh, what's the brighter side of gout? Well, if you got gout, it probably means you ate a lot of good food. Yeah, 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 yeah. You ate some shrimp. Yeah. You know, crawfish, crab. I Pate. mean, yeah, enjoy that. You know, it's like if your foot hurts, you, you, better, you better have a good belly. Also, um, you, if you have gout, you still got feet. And, uh, you know, learning uh, how easy it is to lose your feet. Uh, be happy you got feet, even yeah. if they hurt. Bless those feet. Oh, and this guy isn't helping you out. Uh, sweaty pants, we are the jumbo shrimp. We uh, are the, the jumbo, jumbo shrimp. shrimp. Here, Here to, to play a game. game. <laughs> All right, Chris and Vera, look at this stunning smoke show of Ed Larson. Oh, you fuck. Yeah, you get in there. Oh, you some bitch. Oh, you like that. All right. You want to go this one? I, I can't say that name. A3J3S3. The Good brighter job. side of leaving home for school and missing my siblings. Look, mm. I know this is a normal thing, but my siblings live with toxic parents, and as the oldest, I feel bad leaving them to deal with the drama without me. Don't get me wrong. I love my parents very, very much separately. Just together, they're such a burden that they refuse to separate. So when I was growing up, my brothers are much older than me, and, uh, you know, like 12 years older than me, and they left home all around 17, 18, and I was very sad for some years, but then when I turned 17, 18, I got it, and then I left too. So your siblings will also leave home. Yeah. Instead of staying at home, living in a basement, I mean, it's fine like to save some money, I guess, but like you gotta get out on your own. Even if you're working at the dollar store, that's a fine job. But like, go have some sort of like dreams and goals on their own, and they will. Also, I mean, I got a motto that I like to say during every show, and that's be good to yourself. Because if you're not good to yourself, you can't help anyone else, Absolutely. and that's a goddamn fact. If you're just if if you are distraught and ruined, then you are not able to help uh, your siblings yourself. So go out there. You know, phones still exist. You know, call them constantly. Say hi to them all you can. Yeah. And, you know, and it's just like, and you could, like Amber said, you're showing them that you can get out. 
and you can, you know, do these things. I was in a situation, I, I, not personally, but I had family that was in the ex- exact same situation as this one uh, with an abusive situation at home and the older one's ready to move out. And I told the older one that years ago, I was like, go get your life together. And you know what? She went, she got her life together, and the rest of the family did, got their life together while she was gone, including the parents. Lead by example. So, yeah, lead by example. Uh, you're doing the right thing. You made the right choice. Don't think you didn't. I think this one's for you. Okay. Abba Azor. Lost my dad last month. It's rough for a long time, but each day gets easier. Uh, Hope I could make it so it doesn't happen to anyone else. I mean, it's going to happen to all of us. You know, obviously, I've also lost my mom, and so I'll be... uh, an orphan. I'll, I'll be I'll be a forty year old orphan, and uh, <laughs> sorry, it's, I don't know what <laughs> no, funny. it's fine. <laughs> um, please, sir, some more, sir, some more chicken wings, sir. You know, it's this weird thing because, like, after my mom passed away, and I'm sure you've had this with your dad. It's like you're in this like weird, shitty club, where now, like, whenever like another comic's mom dies or something like that, the, they can expect a call from me at some point. <laughs> Just to be like, yeah, you know, it's right to feel like that. It's all all that stuff. And, uh, you know, so it's, you know, it sucks. It and sucks, it's awful, but, but everyone goes through it. Everybody, the role of a parent, and I'm not a parent, but the role of a parent is to, like, produce the child, they have a good life, and then ideally you die before them. If your kid dies before you... It, that's a, like a shitty thing life as a parent to, like, yeah. think of that. You're supposed to die before them. And this has happened for... All of humanity, parents have died before their children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, who, who, what do we got next here? Um, Daisy. Days, days, um, brighter side of having hair falling out from lupus. Well, you can get a fun wig, and now you can be a redhead. You can mm-hmm. be a brunette. Get yeah. some purple hair. I don't care. Put get a fun little wig on. And it's winter. I had a crazy girlfriend of mine who would wear wigs as a hat. Oh. Because it keeps your hair warm. Yeah. And, you know, it could have fallen out for no reason, and that really would have made you insane. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> my mom's hair fell out towards the end of her life. Uh, if she heard me say that out loud, she'd probably kill me. But, um, you know, and she had to wear wigs all the time, and that was just for diabetes and stuff. I mean, it happens. Um, it's this weird thing where everyone gets so embarrassed about it, and we're so obsessed with our appearance yes. that it becomes this thing where everyone's like, just own it, and no one's going to give a fuck. If you sit there and you're really sad about it, which you have every right to be, and like, but if you're really sad about it and you're not, you know, taking care of yourself mentally, then it's just going to be worse and worse, and that is going to be the thing that triggers you into other problems. So if you you got to just got to stay optimistic, uh, it might grow back, it might not, but you can always wear wigs. It doesn't, you know, you'll be doesn't fine. Matter. And also living in Hollywood, I've met some of the most beautiful people in the world that are actually pretty ugly because if your spirit is ugly, it shows on your face, it shows in your body language, and you're actually not very attractive. I've seen so many people that are classically attractive but you just get the vibe and you're like ugh and they like get away from them and I've seen there was literally a girl who uh, was bald from lupus at a bar I used to work at adjacent to and she was so fun she had such a good personality that nobody gave a shit yeah nobody gave a shit oh you know what you could do you can go to Hawaii and get a uh, hula lupus hula lupus <laughs> uh <laughs> Charmingly melaconic. Uh, I I got a gripe. Having sentience, man. What is sentience again? Yeah, like a sentient being. Uh, 
Being yeah. aware, you know, it's good to be aware. Yeah, that's good for you. I be guess great. it's, yeah, yeah, it's good to be aware and dumb at the same time. I guess it's like a yin-yang situation. Like, you want to be smart, but you also want to be dumb. There's power in being dumb. Yeah. Many and, times, yeah. Yeah, and if you're sentient, that means that you care a little bit. You know, if you're fully you aware, then you care even a, kind, even a tiny bit. And so you know that much about yourself. And uh, also, uh, smoke more weed and turn it off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Crash Raynar, uh, is this treatment for ADHD? Yes, You it let is. us know because you obviously have it. And so if you are still <laughs> watching, you let us know. And uh, then I would say yes. My ex had ADHD and just, you know, you can still have a life. Mm-hmm. Um, Genevieve525, I was in quarantine for a year before COVID hit due to a crazy freak blood disease. So now I've been trapped in my apartment for two years. I feel like I'll never date again. Brighter side. I mean, that happens. You're going to enjoy so much life when you get out of your house in August. Uh, Go you know. fuck. <laughs> get all the dicks. You get all... I don't, I don't know if you have dicks or pussy or whatever you want. What, yeah. Whatever, but... She? she yeah, or, so, or if you feel like pussy, go put your nose in those flaps. I mean, yeah, now's the time to, you know, really discover who you're going to be. You know, also, I, if I was you, I'd be... Since you got some free time, I'd find some... Uh, cheap deals, buy some weird clothes. You know, you can change your image. Change the whole image. There's like these classes on YouTube that are free. Workout Kegels. classes. Good kegels. Yeah, do some workout classes. Get that classes. vagina tight while you got some time. Get a whole weird new mystique. You can walk out of this to your situation looking completely different. You could do butt kegels, which are bagels. <laughs> um, <laughs> Cakes one and his beard. Eddie... Uh, hoping nothing but the best for you and your family. Thanks, dude. I appreciate it. I'm hoping for the best, too. Uh, but either way, we will get through it. Uh, trap M-N-T. What's the brightest... And oh, There you go. What's the brightest side of having your cat to get two teeth pulled? And before you're a smartass, she doesn't bite people. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't think she's a, a smartass. You know, I, I, you know, your cat, you know, you has got two teeth pulled. It's, you know, that's only two. There's plenty of other teeth. Plenty of other teeth. She's got no teeth. And it's also a cat. It seems like it has a warm place to stay, and mm-hmm. you give it a little sloppy, wet food every day and love it. So yeah. it's better than a street cat that's getting raped every day. Yeah, exactly. If it was in the street, it'd be dead missing those teeth, but they got you to take care of There's them. so many cats on my street that I can just hear, wow, it's fun. And I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm jealous. Cats don't got COVID. They're all just fucking in the streets. Oh. I'm sitting quarantined in my house. Just no dick. I'm jealous of these street cats. Oh, yeah. These cats, they love to fuck. <laughs> and, you know, I'm, glad, I'm happy for them. And you know what? They're biters, too, when they screw. And that's good for them as well. Do they have the corkscrew or is that ducks? That's, I think, pigs and ducks. Pigs and ducks. Oh, they have a backwards spike. Yeah, they got spikes. the prongs. That's yeah. our, our technical director said that the cat's dicks. It's barbed. Are barbed. Thank yes. you, Fernando, our technical director. <laughs> saying cat's dicks are barbed. That's very important. 
when you hear about barbed penises, it definitely makes you never want to name your daughter Barb. Um, <laughs> Barb gets a barge named after her. Yeah. <laughs> you know how like a little tiny dinghy boat or like a, a you know like a beautiful sailboat gets like Tiffany like mm-hmm. a barge is like this is Barb. <laughs> she just cuts through piss water. Ha! <laughs> All right, uh, Hampton's brighter side of the dissociative disorder I have that makes me feel like my life is a movie. Well, you know, I mean, then write the movie. Write the movie. You know, it's it's fine. You know, at least it's it's you know you you realize that it's not a movie or you wouldn't have wrote it. You know, so uh, you're fine. Also, we're in quarantine right now. We got time. I mean, unless I mean, we're some, people are working. We're still working, but. You, you got a little time on your hands. Why not write some weird movie? I definitely wrote a biopic of my life today. I wrote two pages. Two pages? <laughs> no. That's how long your biopic is? No, it was just like no. the start. <laughs> it was just the start of yeah. my life. It was a sandy three-sunned afternoon in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely talked about being in Saudi and, like, uh, I'm sure I've said it on the show, but I had a little infection in my thumb. And Saudi Arabia has, like, some of the best medical people in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't speak Arabic, and this little boy didn't speak English. And he's in the waiting room or, like, in this waiting aisle, and I'm, like, getting treated. But he's got the same thing. And I'm like, ah, ah, like, it kind of sounds like a cat. And this yeah. little boy with the same thing, like, looks really disturbed. And then my father is sitting right by me. He's like, you sound like a cat. How about try sounding like a dog? And I was like, herf, herf, herf. That was a really good idea. Yeah. your mind off it. Yeah. Herf, herf. And he started digging. And then I saw the little boy look really happy. And even though it hurt, I kept barking like a dog because I wanted to make this little boy happy also. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. I yeah. like that. That's a really smart move on your dad's part. It was re- my dad was a really smart guy. I love that. That's such a great... And uh, also, uh, a dissociative disorder ain't that bad as far as disorders go. Uh, you know, so uh, you know, everyone has a disorder, and yours seems to be okay. Amber, I think the next one's for you. Uh, Christine Chebuck. Uh, Amber, I would like to marry you, but I have my, no money. That's okay. I'm going to say no. Can I say no? I'm going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> okay i mean it's all about like the willpower to go get it you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. like are you sitting on your couch or you like get up and doing stuff yeah call back when you got a six pack of money um (laughs) screw them tigers got covid yes they did did you see gorillas got covid this week Uh, it just made me do the sign of the cross (laughs) these poor little gorillas just trying to live in the san diego zoo and they get covid i can't deal with this dogs got covid what are we gonna do is i can't gorillas can't get covid they how great would it be? Not saying great. I don't actually know. It would be interesting if all the humans died and the gorillas took over and uh, it was Planet of the Apes and this was it. I watched all the Planet of the Apes recently. I binged it. And um, you never know. Good app. We were talking earlier. I was watching a thing Seems on... like we're getting stupid. We're Sorry. getting stupid. <laughs> I was watching a thing on zoologists and like people were asking what's the most dangerous animal and they all unanimously, unanimously said uh, chimps that they will come and uh, fight you. And somebody said, if there's ever an apocalypse, I will drive to the zoo and shoot all the chimps in the face so they don't break out and kill people. That person's no friend of mine because I, for one, will stand behind our new monkey kings. And, and They'll follow- save you. <laughs> you'll live in the cage, but you'll live. Please milk me. Give, I will, we will create together no, a new race. I just a want new- <laughs> a new race. I want like a pill in the back of my tooth, my wisdom teeth that I still have, that I can just like bite on and die instantly. 
because if I see the chimp overlords come at us, I'll fucking bite that. Oh man, they're scary. They'll win. Just uh. They'll win. I just need to go. The apocalypse is no place for women. And don't pretend dead, because they'll just beat you anyway. Yeah, they don't care. I watched this really cool, um, angry uh, chimp documentary this week that everyone should check out. It's on YouTube. It's like 15 minutes. It's about the uh, Koogo, K O G O. Uh, tri tri chimpanzee tribe and they're the most violent tribe of chimpanzees in the world Wow! and they're like 42 strong and they keep spreading uh, into the woods further into the jungle into the shit and they keep taking over other tribes and like expanding their territory and uh, they're crazy didn't you say that they like take all the boy chimps they from will the take other boy tribe. chimps from other tribes and like they'll like take like four of them and then eat one in front of the other tribe and uh, to, and then the other ones will have to join. It's fucking wild. Uh, don't go to Kogogo. Chimps are the humans of animals. <laughs> Every place is a place Chugabut. for women. <laughs> Sorry, I had to say Chug that. Every place is a place for women. I don't know about the apocalypse, Chugabut. I don't think it is. I think it's just constant rape. Yeah, I think once the apocalypse happens, the nicety is kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm protected because the I'll nasty do... men, they all are like, I could go to jail if I hurt her, you yeah. know, and if there's no jail. It's interesting, like, the morality thing, how people's morals go so fast when they're not scared of repercussions. Oh, so fast. They'll go, I mean, human beings, we're all, like, I never got the fact, the, the phrase of, uh, oh, children are so sweet, they're little angels. I don't think so. Children are constantly trying to push the envelope to see... They're all stomping on lizards and shit. Yeah, how far they can get away with it and what they can do. They're like little sociopaths because they don't understand the world yet. And if you're never given a no, then you're still that little sociopath just grown up into a big adult with big strong arms. Yeah. Brady Hired Fun asks, uh, brighter side of my parents moving far, far away. I mean, honestly, you get to check out a new spot. You know, it, yeah. it's, it sucks that you're not going to be by them all the time, but... You know, you're going to learn a new part of the world. I personally love traveling and love an excuse to become a regular in a new part of the country, no matter where it is. As much as I fucking can't stand Reno, and I'm really sorry if you're from Reno and I'm saying these things. I like going. It's like the weirdest thing, and I always go in a depressing situation. My dad's always sick. You know, it's never like a good reason to go to Reno. And I always find a way to have a good time, even though it's such a sad little broken gambling town i've had a good time every time i've gone so yeah. you, you, you'll learn more about yourself and go alone a couple times and stay at a hotel if you can i love going alone and traveling just finding the world and finding like a, a i'm a small piece of this world and like looking at this new whole new place i remember going to jerome it's a haunted town in northern arizona and i stayed at this haunted hotel and i uh, went to this like haunted hamburger joint or whatever and had this conversation with these dudes did the cows where you just hear like moose in the background. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's haunted ambers. <laughs> Don't eat me, Amber. No, I'm so scared. It's like, I'll take the one with bacon and blue cheese, please. Blue cheese comes from my otters. Oh, no. <laughs> I had a great time. But go, go travel if you can. Brady hired fun. That's fucking hilarious. I'm from Reno. Hey, buddy. Uh, I might be hanging with you next week. Uh, stay in touch. Um, where's a, a good place to, safe place to hang out? Uh, six, Grescium. Humans are the most dangerous animals. We can destroy the planet. Yes. And I think that's screw them. 
French wise. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> French people in here being smarter than me. <laughs> Mr. F Mr. Shanks with a four. Uh, brighter side of realizing you've grown away from all of your friends and need to learn how to make new ones at 37. That's okay. Sounds like you just solved your own problem. Yeah. You know, like you had shitty friends and you ain't got shitty friends no more. And now you get to pick and choose and be a little pickier. And at 37, I don't know about you, I knew how to be by myself better. And so, and I had to come out here by myself for a while at 37. And I had to make a bunch of new friends. And I know that I'm presented to people a lot. And I get to perform on stage and meet people in a different light. Maybe. I don't know what you do. But um, it's good. You know, new friends are great. Yeah, and it seems like you know yourself. I mean, at 37, you've like lived a life. You know who you are. So it's going to be easier to make new friends. I mean, it's. I guess it's harder in COVID because you can't just like go to a bar. But join like maybe an online book club or. Oh, like, that's nice. Yeah, like little things you can do online, or maybe like even a, like a socially distanced thing. Like maybe they have like a rock climbing gym. Yeah. Also, yeah, that's what I tell everyone because I get a lot of messages from people being like, I don't know how to make friends. You know. I've had problems with that. And it's usually younger people. Um, but I would say, what I always say is, you know, what are you interested in? You know, what do you like? Do you like Marvel comics? Do you like collecting rocks? Do you like, you know, running? There are groups of this shit in every town you go to. And I know, obviously, we're all in quarantine. But, you know, there there are groups that specialize. And then you automatically have something to talk about with these total strangers right off the bat. Yeah. You know, so I would suggest trying some of that stuff. And you're going to find some like-minded individuals. You will. And just go in with, like, an open heart. And I will say, like, don't talk a lot immediately as the new person you want to just sort of like be present and then see what's going on observe observe and then kind of people might come to you maybe they won't but as long as you observe and you're there enough they'll recognize you and oh. you will strike up conversations and i can't stress this enough listen don't think of something to say just listen and respond you know yeah you start thinking about what you're going to say next and you wait for your moment lost. and you, you're not really listening to what they're saying. So just listen and respond whenever you're meeting someone new. Amber doesn't seem to like the bud. <laughs> Bud's okay. I like Budweiser. I mean, Eddie brought it. Thank you very much. I yes. brought some bourbon. Um, but uh, I like Budweiser. I think beer, it makes my buddy, my big old belly a little bit bigger. Yeah, but also do? so does bourbon, and it's also oh, yes, my buddy is so full of Budweisers. <laughs> so much. I feel like we have like what six, seven more months of quarantine, so I might as well like now I get in shape. You know, I, I think you got another month. One more month. I think you got another month to not get in shape. Yeah, one more month. <laughs> yeah, I think you just... got another month to not worry about it and get a little bigger. It's yeah. winter, you know, like but enjoy I'm yourself. But I'm also very vain. So you are, you are. I'm very vain. So, like, yes, I have gained five pounds. I know that. Um, I will, you know, keep indulging. And vain and gain. Vain and gain. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with vanity. I mean, I definitely, like, smoke less because of vanity. I drink less because of vanity. Yeah. I do my face masks. I go to sleep on time. Like, I do all these good things for me for a bad cause, which yeah. is vanity, but I'm still doing good things. Fuck yeah. Eating I like healthy. It. I am divine, 1701. Hey, brighter side, I was chased by Proud Boys walking through a Trump rally. Holy shit. Oh. And my family sided 
side with them? What's the brighter side of my family being in a cult? Oh my lord, that's wild stuff, man. Oh my god, so you were walking through. <laughs> I'm so happy through. you're okay. Oh, you're okay, but your family sided with, that's probably why you're okay, is because your family sided with them. Yes, and now, I will say this, now you never blame the victim, but were you walking through or were you screaming through? You know, let's, you know, let's really say, you know, like, because I know personally, I don't know who you are, but, you know, I, at first glance, you know, probably ain't going to hit me. Uh, that's me. You know, that's me. So I, I'm lucky. I, I'm, I'm fortunate to uh, look like a horrible son of a bitch. Probably might <laughs> hit me, though. <laughs> yeah, might yeah, yeah. Might me. hate you. But he might also just, uh, you know, want to fall in love with you. Um, I will say that uh, that sucks that happened to you. Um, you know, it's interesting. I find these things like I feel like, honestly, if I was at the Capitol, I would have shown up just to, like, witness it. You know, and so like I feel like there's that urge when you see this madness that you're like, it's like if there's a fire down the street, you know, you're gonna go check out the fire. I absolutely heard like some screaming a few blocks away from me the other day, yeah. and like a normal person would be like, I'm gonna go inside and lock the door, but I was like, I'm gonna put on my boots and see what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just make sure you're being <laughs> careful out there, unless you want to go full tilt boogie and fight them, which I don't suggest. No. Uh, they're all gonna be getting arrested uh, by the punches uh in the very near future and we all look at fights on movies where it's like oh he got punched in the ribs and got back up but if you get punched in the ribs you're out mm -hmm. you're fucked you can't breathe it might puncture your lung you might have to go to the hospital if you get one hit across the face you could break your jaw you could get a concussion it's yeah. not like a oh i got hit i get back up it is a you are you are out it's not a movie thing and I don't know if this is good advice or bad advice, but if my family did that to me and I was in your situation, um, silent treatment till they realize what the, how they're wrong. Mm. That's what I would do. Uh, the fat president. I moved to Brooklyn in March and I haven't made any friends in real life. What can I do? Love you guys. Hey, the fat president. We used to live in Brooklyn. Yeah. I mean, Brooklyn's a really easy place to make friends yeah. when, you know, shit's open and you can go enjoy yourself. I think bars are open in Brooklyn, though. Are they? I think so. Or I like hope not. Outside seating. I well, think it's, it's outside 20 seating. degrees. It's very cold. But be careful in Brooklyn, though, because there was a comic friend of ours who got... There's apparently people waiting outside of the... Um, Oh, the Jefferson stop or the one right before that with an M? Morgan. Morgan. I remember. Yes. <laughs> there's uh, there's people like specifically targeting women. Really? Going home. Yeah. So the Morgan stop and also downtown LA, they're specifically targeting women. Uh, there's a comic friend of ours, and I forget her name. I'm so sorry. You don't need to blast her anyway. I'll look it up, but whatever. But she has like head injuries. She had to go to the hospital because somebody beat her so bad in the head. And she can't, like, she doesn't know her name. Jesus fucking Christ. Again, with the fighting. And it's gotten so bad that on the Morgan stop, people are waiting. Like, uh, men and women are, are waiting to escort you home. Wow. That's how bad it is. There's and escorts. then you really can't even trust them. Yeah, is it like, are you hiding in here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> hiding amongst the, is it a, you're a wolf in sheep's clothing? I don't know. I say give women all the guns. It's very, it's very scary. I think that until life gets better, um, online friends are cool. Join the uh, Brighter Side uh, group. We're always down to hang and talk and be positive. And send us all the messages you want. We will respond. Yes, and also ch go check out the Roundtable Facebook group. That's a lot of fun. There's thousands of people in there, and everyone's super positive and says funny shit yeah. constantly. And Sweet Baby Corn and Totem Dream says D&D is a great way to make friends, and volunteer work is a great way to make friends. That is amazing. Volunteer! Yeah. 
I love this. You yeah. put out recently this really nice thing on the Brighter Side page. It really warmed my heart about uh, different way different ways to actually help um, giving food to uh, the homeless. Yeah. And uh, go check that out. That's on our Instagram page at the Brighter Side LPN on Instagram. Uh, Ronnie Dykes, 95. What's the brighter side of losing a loved one to QAnon? Oh, it's like a disease of the mind. It's so <laughs> fucking upsetting, man. I mean, but the brighter side is uh, QAnon, they really are obsessed with human trafficking and like child abduction and whatnot. Um, they do go about it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe talk to them about that. I mean, that is a, a huge problem it is a problem but i've actually done some research about the QAnon, uh, QAnon and the and what's going on with them is they are creating so many false reports of yeah. human trafficking that people and you have to investigate each one thoroughly because it's a report of human trafficking that there's actually more human trafficking happening because everyone is uh, checking out all these false claims. Tell them that. Tell them that. <laughs> these are actually false uh, claims. But yeah. the thing about QAnon is they're like, oh, but that that the the site you sent me is wrong. You know, yeah. That's I mean, wrong. dude, you're gonna lose friends to this crazy shit. When I was younger, I lost a kid. He was so cool. We hung out every day, and then one day he met this guy named I Am, and he went and started worshiping a mountain and sold all his things. You know, like this shit just happens, bro. Yeah. And you gotta let the, you gotta let it go because otherwise that poison will start to seep into your brain. Uh, you can, you know, it's not worth uh, trying to save their lives. And Amber, I'm very sorry that Rambo just farted. Oh, I didn't smell it. Um, uh, I'm very sorry. He's got a bad belly. Uh, I my, can't even uh, smell it. Me and Rambo have... Uh, you can't smell? No. Uh-oh. Um, I mean, but I can taste. <laughs> oh, wait. I think it might take a, a time to waft well, up Well, you me. should feel fortunate. Um, proud member of the Roundtable Facebook group, turning left 247. Hi-yo. Um, Reagan Piper Rose. Animal shelters could always use help. Yes, they can. Uh, and it's, you get to walk dogs all day, you know, and I actually know a guy in Brooklyn who works for the ASPSA. And so if that's something you want to get into, uh, direct message me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, and I'll link you two up and you can go fucking walk some dogs. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks. Oh yeah. That's me. Nothing extra. Just perfection and a straw coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. John Esteco, <laughs> I've been dabbling with opium, and now I think I want to start eating mayonnaise sandwiches. Brighter side? No, mayonnaise sandwiches, and you smoke some opium, and mayonnaise sandwiches, and you that could really solve Go the start problem. your own island. Yeah, where are you getting your opium from? Don't write it online. But, um... Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't dabble in opium. I honestly, like, don't do drugs. Opium's heroin. It's so, heroin. So, I mean... No. I mean, I mean, that. I mean, you know... I have tried opium before. It's really? fun. Weed is way better. Um, you're you don't you're fucking your lungs up, man. That shit's tar. And if it's not black tar and it's red rock opium, that shit ain't opium. 
be careful. A lot of times it's incense and you're smoking uh, something that's not a drug and you're just fucking damaging yourself. And yeah, don't do heroin. Don't share needles. Um, It will kill you or uh, it'll just ruin your life. Uh, So that on top of it, it is a big, it is very high on my never to do list. There's plenty of other drugs in the world. Uh, You can have fun with uh, mushrooms and weed. Uh, Can I make a pitch for mushrooms and weed if you're doing opium? Just give it a shot for a week. See what happens. Also, maybe like do like a spin the wheel, like make a wheel of like knitting uh, Domino's D&D, you know, and do all this and then spin the wheel. And then when wherever it hits, then you're going to do this for a month on your nights off. Yeah, you're living your life like a detective in London in the 1910s. <laughs> you gotta get better, man. This is, you know, opium's in the past. Leads legal in most places. Get yeah. on top of it. Um, all right. Um, F, and, e- F around and find out. Amber Smelson, I stopped drinking beer a week ago, but I'm going full stop on alcohol for now because I was drinking every day, and I hope it does something for my belly. Wait. Oh. I stopped drinking beer a week ago, but I'm going full stop on alcohol. Oh, so does something for your belly. Uh, yeah. She's talking about, you know, you not wanting to drink beer because you're vain and want to stay so thin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, it does. It does affect, like, alcohol It has a lot of sugar in it. Um, and it has a lot of carbs in it, which is, like, bad. It breaks down yeah. in, your, in your body, and it goes all towards the belly. I still do drink beer. I mean, last night I had two beers myself, but... Here's the thing. Here's what I like to think about it. Maybe think about yourself as like, I'm a full functioning adult. I, if I want a beer, I go have it, but make sure you work out, make sure you learn something new that day. You do something creative that day. And if you check off all of these things, then you can have a beer. Then you can have a cigarette. Make sure you like make a list of something creative, something business-like, something to help your future. And if you check all of these things off, then you can have your beer. I do that with like everything in my life. Yeah. I give myself tiny rewards. If I got to pee, I was like, oh, I can't pee till I write three more jokes, you know? And uh, it's just, it's painful and it's probably stupid, but you know, what are you going to do? Oh, this person keeps posting over and over again. Oh, uh, by the way, um, uh, uh, give it up for Fernando, our, our technician. He's, uh, he's sending your, uh, your messages to us from the chat. And, uh, we got this person, uh, Charming, melancholic, uh, mel- melancholic, or whatever. Uh, I got a gripe. It was the anniversary of my ex committing suicide, and I keep trying to move on, but shit is so fucking hard. Oh, brighter side on your dad, Eddie, is no more painful and fuck dialysis anymore. If you remember, I was on dialysis for eight years. Oh, I do remember you. I do remember you. Yes. Um. You know, the uh. How are you? I hope you're doing well. Uh, sounds like you have a, a very huge sadness in your life and a, and a giant hole in your heart. And, um, you know, you'd be doing his memory a disservice if you weren't sad. You know, I mean, this is like, it's a very depressing thing. And it sucks that, you know, he was in so much pain and he committed suicide and all that stuff. And it's fucked up. But, you know, can I, can I offer you a, something that I do? to help remember my friends who have passed away is I don't celebrate or or remember the days they die. I celebrate their birthdays. Um, So, and I think after uh, half a decade goes by, that's where your brain's going to go. So try your best to remember them on their birthdays on a happy day, not on the worst day. I mean, you can always pour one out for them and you can, you know, but 
you're gonna be sad. It's just like the parents. Like, you know, our parents did shitty things, but do we want to remember them for the shitty things? Mm. No, I'd like to remember for the good things and then carry that on. I mean, I've done shitty things. I don't want someone to remember me for the time I didn't wash dishes for a week. Yeah, and so, listen, it's tough. It's awful. Not Forget tough. It's god-awful. It should have never happened to you. It should have never happened to him. Uh, but in you not being sad would make you a fucking disgusting shitty person yeah. probably the reason if you weren't sad so the fact that you care so much shows that you will get another chance at uh love in your life and i wouldn't really fucking you know be sad are you living in a place where you can go out in nature are you living in a because nature really does healing a lot for the spirit i mean i don't know if you live in like New York, where it's a little bit harder, like bigger inner cities where it's harder. But yeah. if you can find some place, even if you have to take a train to go do it, go do it. Take a day and then put your phone away and then just go sit amongst the trees and then lay down, pack a sandwich beforehand and really connect. Feel all the feelings. It's a roller coaster. You'll be sad. You'll be happy, you'll be sad, yeah. you'll be happy, but you're there and experiencing it. Adopt a dog, go walk him. The other day, I was uh, real depressed about my dad, you know, because all this fucking horrible hospice shit, and I'm laying in bed, and I'm just sad, and uh, I don't want to move, and Julie made me go walk Rambo with her, and I immediately started feeling better. Yeah, and so, if you don't want to adopt a dog, foster a dog. Do it for like a month. Yes. Um, next up, uh, Crash Raynar. That is not what volunteering at the dog shelter is like at all, homie. You got to be a 100-pound psycho. You got to bathe a 100-pound psycho with teeth, but you totally should. They need it. Yeah, you know, I, I lightened it up to try and get him in the door. You know, what the <laughs> fuck? You know, like, what are we doing here? You know, they need people to wash these dogs with teeth. You, you, of course it's hard. You know, just <laughs> my buddy does love. have like scratches all over his arms and shit from like trying to like grab cats out of cages. Oh my god, just wear a long sleeve shirt like Eddie here. Yeah, yeah, you know, of course it's hard, but you know, please, you know, do it. Uh, you know, don't blow up the spot. We almost got this guy. You know, what are you fucking doing here? Um, <laughs> Melville's fist. Uh, Eddie, thanks for messaging me about the fundraiser. Absolutely, Melville's fist. Um, now, did this fundraiser already happen? Did I, uh, what did I, I, um, I'm not sure who you are. Uh. <laughs> you know, I will say, if you don't want to donate to an animal shelter with your time, donate to your time to, it, I guess it might be tricky with COVID, but like, no, nursing it's... homes. Go to a nursing home. I well, mean, right now, that's really tough to call. I, don't I know, know, it's a tough call because you might get COVID. But, like, yeah. at least, like, maybe when I was growing up, my mother would always go to nursing homes with me. And she would just go, like, no schedule, just show up. And she would say, Amber, uh, you get the props, I get the sheet music. And then we would just put on a show. Mm -hmm. And then people would, like, wheel in. In these like nursing home situations, in this like sort of banquet hall, sort of small area. Yeah. And then in the beginning, they'd be all sad and like just kind of like this. But then, like, even five minutes in, you can see their spirit lifted a little bit. And then after like two hours of a show, people were literally in their wheelchairs getting up, mm -hmm. like barely getting up to like clap and dance and sing. And my mother told me something one day. She said, uh, older people, 
uh, people always think they're going to die and that they need to be very careful and gentle with them. In fact, they've lived so long and they've seen it all. You should not be careful and gentle. You should be with your work. You should like, give them jokes. You should roast them. But their skin does rip easily. Their skin does rip. Don't, <laughs> you know, like, don't grab them. <laughs> But like with your words, you know, <laughs> with your words. Old people love dirty jokes. Go to a nursing home and tell dirty jokes. Oh, man. They would love it. So, all right. So two weeks ago, my dad's like pretty much like we've said our goodbyes like four or five times already. And there was one day when it didn't seem like he was going to make it out of the day. And I called him. I said goodbye. And I was like, fuck, that, if he's still around, what am I doing? I'm just pacing around my house. You know, so I called back. And I just started singing all the dirty songs from when I was a kid. <laughs> and it was like the nurses were listening and shit and laughing. It was so much fun. Um, so I'll give you an example uh, of one of the songs right now. It's a, As I sit in my cell with my fingers dipped in shit and the shadow of my ding-dong on the wall. As the prisoners pass their shoving peanuts in my ass and the warden's playing ping-pong with my balls. <laughs> I learned that as an eight-year-old. That's <laughs> you know what's great is anyone on on my on the my dad's side of the family. If you just no matter how straight-laced or like you know religious or you know like proper they are, if you start singing one of these four dirty songs, they all know all the words to it. It's so much fun. Um, I want to pro. Listen, we're gonna, we'll take two more gripes. Real fast, if you got them. Melsville Fist, Burr Luger for life. Oh, you're the one with the Burr Luger stone. How's that stone going? I want to go see that. Send me a picture. Um, all right, Reagan Piperos. What a great idea, Amber. Nursing homes and assisted living homes would love to have someone entertain the residents. Yes, because nobody does. People just dump them off to die. My mom it. used to run activities, and I would go in there and like hang out with them and tell them all jokes and shit. They love and it. They're all so smart. They're all like smarter than you give them credit for. Because my mom worked with like the people with dementia and shit and there was this one guy and he's like sit in my chair he's sitting come here and sit in my chair and i was like no i'm you know i'm a big i'm a young man you you take the chair i don't need your chair he's like no sit in my chair sit in my chair and so i'm like no i'm not gonna sit in your chair he's like take my chair i want you to take my chair and then i turn around and he gets up out of the chair and the chair starts beeping like an alarm goes off because every time he gets out of the chair it's got to get put back in it so he just wanted me to sit in the chair so i would mute the alarm the tricky bastard <laughs> uh, <laughs> also nursing homes have the high Highest amount of STDs of any population. They screw. They like the fuck, All and right. your grandparents like the fuck, and they should. Neato corn Cheeto. What's the drinking game tonight? A chug when I laugh real hard, and a shot when I tear up. Yes. Amen. It's just like the Irish drinking test. <laughs> you know what that is, Amber? The Irish drinking test is one of my favorite jokes of What's all time, that? written by the great David Feldman. As a matter of fact, mm -hmm. the Irish drinking test. When uh, when a cop pulls you over, they ask you how your mother is, and if you take a swing at them, you can go home. But if you start to cry, they got to take you in. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Shannon CR, my mom and I donated our finished puzzles to a nursing home. So glad they had something to do during a pandemic. Yeah, they can like put That's together amazing. a puzzle. Also, they're the only fuckers that still watch VHS and DVDs, so you got a bunch of those hanging around. Send them the 
your old VHS and DVDs yeah. if you don't have it. And especially if it's a black and white movie, they love just like how we love '90s movies or early aught movies. Uh, they love movies from the '50s and '60s. Send them something spicy like Nine and a Half Weeks. Yeah, Sandra Day getting Neo bangs, getting wrecked. <laughs> uh, Illuminatus, Eddie, my brighter side today was Holden showing me the shirt you got me. Oh, it's Malachi. I didn't get it for you. Somebody mailed me uh, mailed me two shirts and I knew it was your size and so I sent it home uh, with Holden. It was a great Bird Luger shirt. I also got one too. Um, we'll wear them on the 23rd and fucking send each other pictures, buddy. Um, thanks so much. Needed that uh, more than you know. Bird Luger forever. Malachi, I love you, pal. Um, get a different color glasses. Uh, I, I love the name Malachi, by the way. <laughs> what a, like, dis are you a Scorpio? Malachi. Oh! You know Malachi, right? Nimmons? Yes. Do I? Big black guy. He's wears a, he wears a white glasses. Yes! He's got a big I know outfit. Malachi. Yes. You know Malachi. I'm sorry. It took me a second, Malachi. <laughs> I am so sorry. Amber forgot you. No. Uh, <laughs> you were a thing of the past, Malachi. No, I had a... <laughs> I was taking uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu for a second, and I crush on a guy named Malachi, so Ooh. I always think of this, and I was like, Malachi. Amber, tell the people about your Patreon. Uh, it's Amber Smelson on Patreon, and... I um I just you know it's a way to support my cooking video I do every week on my Instagram and my YouTube, mm -hmm. but also I do fun videos like I walk through Hollywood and show you what downtown Hollywood looks like during a pandemic. Uh, I also do, you know, ways to save your money like how to shop at Goodwill, what your skin tone looks good on you, what your body shape is, and how to make like a, a head of broccoli and a piece of chicken last for a week. I love that. It's a way to make poor people, because I'm poor. We're all poor. Like, all way to, poor. like, stretch your money and make it last. How do you dress well? How do you eat well with nothing? Also, um, listen, uh, you can also check out every Friday night. Amber hangs out on YouTube, and uh, you can have a drink with her and talk to her in the chat. And yeah. You know, literally, the person who was lonely looking for friends, you should go do that. You should come. 7 o'clock Pacific Standard Time? Uh, yes. That's what we That's are. Yes. So 10 p.m. for you when you're fighting the, the heebie-jeebie sleepy sleepies. Yeah, come join in. Um, also, uh, the brighter side, this is us. If you want to send us anything to the studio um, or if you want to send us a self-addressed envelope with a stamp on it, we will send you back a free sticker. Um, you can do that at Brighter Side, care of LPN, P.O. Box 470, North Hollywood, California, uh, 91603. Also, check me out, 80 Tunes on Stereo, every Friday at 5 p.m. I do a talk with my cousin Jeff Ross, um, and we usually clip that together and put it on our other podcast, Thick Skin with Jeff Ross, so go check that out whenever you get a chance. But most importantly, How America Killed My Mother. I uh, poured my heart and soul into this fucking movie, and it destroyed me mentally, and so I really want you guys to watch it. It means the world to me. Um, if you can't make the watch tomorrow, uh, please just go to HowAmericaKillMyMother.com, and you can watch the movie there. You can rent it. You can purchase it. It is available on Vimeo, and um, we're going for it, man. We're going for it. We are officially submitted uh for the academy award nominations uh it is an honor to just be submitted uh so uh let's i want to really you know if you can and you feel like it uh help promote it for me because i'm on my own here 
I've already spent the entire budget I'm allowed to spend on this thing, so I can't really press it. Uh, so if you want to help me out and tweet about it or anything, I fucking would love you forever, and it means the world to me. Um, what else? Is there anything else we need to plug? Fuck it, right? Fuck it. If you have hemorrhoids, uh, you know, eat clean. Mm-hmm. And um, also make sure you take care of yourself. Probiotics. Mind, probiotics. Mind, body, spirit. Right now, especially now, because the world is in flames. And, you know, the more that you are scared and alone and malnourished, the more that they have control. So take care of yourself. <laughs> Amen to that shit. Oh, um, I also, uh, so this week, taking us out, you know what I'm doing this week? I know this is, like, weird and whatever, but I do a Spotify playlist every week uh, for people. And this week, one of my favorite artists in the world and the one that really just pieces me out the most, even though he's a piece of shit and uh, fucking he denies mask wearing and all that stuff. And, you know, I never said he was a good guy. He just, his music, he's got the voice of an angel and the heart of a devil. And so... Bruce Willis? Uh, no, um, it is Van Morrison. Uh, so <laughs> I'm making a Van Morrison playlist because I'm going to need to do some major zenning for the next two weeks. So this one's for me. And I'm going to give it to you. So today going out is a heavy connection. My Van Morrison will be the song that I'm going to promo to you guys at the end of this episode. But 50 songs, my, my top 50 Van Morrison songs will be available to you uh, starting this Friday on Spotify. Van Morrison's done a lot of songs. He does way too many songs, arguably. Uh, I'm dying in the swamps. <laughs> I'm dying in the swamps. There's legend that his Tupelo homie house in Woodstock, he used to sit on the on the roof and behind his house was a giant like ravine and he would like drink these wine bottles and then throw them into the ravine there's wine and whiskey bottles on the roof and then there's legend that to this day that the bottom of that ravine is just spilled with broken glass from Van Morrison I love it uh, so that's the kind of person that I respect but um, <laughs> I love you guys be good to yourselves and um Hug your parents and tell them you love them. Hug yourself and tell you love yourself. Peace. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.